This is the making of Smile Oasis. Hey, what's up, Jackie? How was your weekend? Great. How was your weekend, Michael? It was good. It was, you know, when people ask that question, sometimes I'm like, I did so much. But then you recall and you're like, what, what did I do? What did I do? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's so true. I noticed you got your fireplace up and running. Yes, that was that was very, um, very satisfying because I really wanted that fireplace. And, and I think it turned out great. Are you getting to the point where you're like, this is this is starting to feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm I probably I could probably live here now. Or how are you feeling with your construction? <laughs> well, I don't want to live at the office, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, construction, I mean, it comes with its headaches. I'll, I'll tell you about it. But uh, we definitely had some setbacks. But we're doing the finishing touches now. Um, fireplace is up now. So it's just feeling a lot more like warm and cozy, which is kind of what I'm going for. So I was super excited when we finally got that finished. What setbacks are you guys or have you experienced since the last time we recorded? Well, it's just with the fireplace, it was a whole bunch of setbacks. Because actually I had someone build it. A lot of the builders for the fireplace didn't actually work with like um, porcelain or with any kind of tiling, like porcelain or quartz or anything like that. So I had a guy, there was like one guy who built it out for me. And then there was another guy who was supposed to do like quartz countertop material on it and like custom make it to the fireplace. But there was a lot of hidden costs and I um, wasn't very happy about that. You know, I, I ordered it and um, I spoke to them when it came to the measuring appointment. And they were like, oh, yeah, it'll be an extra like 300 for this, extra 500 for that. And I'm like, OK, well, you know, I'm not happy with that, but I do need it. I do have to open. So. Okay, I'll pay the the overage. And then they called me back again and they're like, well, actually, it's twenty five hundred dollars more. <laughs> what? After you were paying already like the extra five hundred, eight hundred and stuff like that, they're like, you know, what? we need a little more. Right. So I had already paid like I paid six hundred for the, the frame we built. I paid three thousand for the the material installation for the um, which was going to be quartz at that time. And um, then they were like, oh, it's another twenty five hundred on top of that. So I was like, I'm not paying the eight thousand dollars for a fireplace. No way, you know. So yeah, <laughs> I want it, but not that bad. So um, I wasn't very happy about all the hidden costs. Um, so at that point, with the twenty five hundred dollar difference, I was just like, at this point, I don't know how you're doing business. So if I can find an alternative, then I'm gonna cancel this order, you know, which I did. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I, I found you know I tried to be resourceful and um. This guy who had done work in my personal home before he came through in the clutch, saved the day. Um, of course, they charged fairly. So I was able to get my refund on that quartz material. And we ended up with going with like a polished porcelain, which gives the same exact look. Um, and I'm very, very happy with the way it turned out. They did it a lot sooner than was anticipated. And um, they did a great job. Well, how much did this guy, the one who, who did your home? How much did he? Yeah, so... So he, whereas the other people, it was like 3,000, I guess it would have been about 5,500 altogether um, outside of the frame build. This guy charged me 2,000 to do um, all of the fireplace. This was the labor, but he charged me 2,000 to do the fireplace in addition to a feature wall in my patient restroom. So he did the entire patient restroom feature wall and he did the entire fireplace and he did that for 2,000. And materials only cost about maybe like 500. Oh my gosh. So the other yeah. people were going to charge you 8,000? Like all together would have been, I mean, I don't, I'm not doing the math properly, but 
It would have been a lot more. Let's just yeah. say that. Thousands. Wow. How'd you, yeah. how'd you cancel? Like you just told them like, I, I'm not going to do that. Or what'd you say? No, I told them, you know, and it was really not even the price. It's just the way of doing business. So just the, the whole experience of hitting charges and things like that. I just didn't trust them at that point. So they are still doing my countertops for my, for my patient ops because I had no choice. And they were the cheapest for that. But in terms of the fireplace, I had actually booked it through Home Depot. And it's a third party company. So I just canceled it with Home Depot. And then they're refunding me my money for that. But they're still doing the exact same people are still doing your countertops. Yeah, I don't want them to. But <laughs> my contractor provided me an alternative, which would have been in a time. And it was really nice material, but the price was more. So thinking from a business standpoint, I just was like, I don't want to use them, but I will. What is the material for your countertops? I went with a solid surface. So I wanted that marble look throughout because I'm going with like that natural birchwood color, marbles, whites, blacks, like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so for the fireplace, we ended up going with the polished porcelain that looks like marble. And then for the countertops, we're using solid surface that looks like marble as well, because solid surface is pretty durable and, you know, resistant to all the stains and scratches. Got you. How much, because you said these people are quoted you the least amount, right? Uh, for mm -hmm. the countertops. How much is that? Well, for me in particular, I just did like 12 o'clock stations behind the patient. Like I didn't do like a full uh, room of cabinets, basically. So I did a 12 o'clock position and it came out to about 800. So it wasn't bad at all. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Okay, so cool. They're doing. And so far, they haven't given you any trouble with the countertops, right? Not yet. I'm just waiting on my installation date and I'm supposed to open next week. But that's okay. We're going to roll with the punches. And, <laughs> you know, yeah, it is what it is. Man, that's crazy, though, that they kept trying like upcharging you. End up charging you for the fireplace, even though like, what was the upcharges for, for that? They just said, you know, it's a fireplace. It's not standard cabinet. So, you know, there's additional fees. It takes more time. And then if you want us to miter the edges so it blends together, that's an extra 800. And I'm like, come on, like, just mm. tell me the price. If you just tell me the price, I can tell you whether it fits into my budget or not. And I can see whether I can get it or not. But it's a hidden cost and the, you know, changing price every time I talk to you, that that's a little bit of a, uh, <laughs> a challenge. Yeah, that's that would have been would have been. Yeah, that's just a headache. You know what I mean? Having to do all that. And I think they knew I was desperate because I kept talking about the timeline. So they're like, this girl's desperate. Let's just <laughs> like, let's just increase the price a little bit. We'll make some more money. <laughs> I know. Kind of sounds like they were learning on the on the fly, too. Like they're just like, oh, my gosh, we should have charge for that or we should have done that let's just charge more you know what I mean yeah yeah well mm -hmm. sucks for them I'm not using them anymore and I have a, a lovely fireplace that I'm so happy with and you know that's more of the story just go with people you trust because this guy I mean I'm working with him before they were like yeah we can do this for you we'll come tomorrow and set it up I'm like oh my gosh yes <laughs> and it was like they set it all up in one day or and it took two days because they had to put Durock in the bathroom, they had to remove the drywall. They had to put Durock there because, you know, the porcelain tiles are really heavy. Mm -hmm. So they put Durock level and then they came back the next day and they um, laid the tiles. And then the following morning, they had to wait to a dry. So the following morning, they just came and did grout like seven o'clock in the morning. So they were just awesome. It works super fast and it's so beautiful. I like, I really do love it. That's good, Jackie. Would you ever have thought that, you know, this much about like supplies and construction material and stuff or... I don't. It's good, though. It's good. Like, you're you're in it. You know what I mean? Like, you're watching everything being built. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm learning along the way. I actually, this process, although it's like, a, you know, such a journey, it's a headache oftentimes. 
but it is really teaching me a lot. Like I'm learning so much about things I didn't know about, like even like from tech stuff to construction stuff and terminology. Um, if I ever do it again, I'm going to know a lot more the second time around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be good. All right. So yeah. In this episode, we're going to be discussing all about the floor plan. And we kind of already kind of touched uh, a little bit on that right now, especially with like how stuff is designed and we're going to be talking about construction costs and so forth. So right now till today, how much has construction costs? What is it looking like right now? Right now we're looking at about 77,000 probably. Okay. 77,000. And what's your budget for it? Originally I was thinking, well, actually when I signed with my contractor, we signed for about 65 and then you know I added some things along the way so I knew that would be a little bit more and I was fine with that because um remember we discussed kind of what my bank allotment was I just really wanted to stay as much under 100,000 as possible again this is a partial build out so I don't want to mislead anybody it's not like a full like um blank space build out so I was able to do it a little bit cheaper but I was happy with anything under 100,000 and I think we're doing pretty good on budget all right that's good that's good. And then besides the fireplace one, right, which I guess it became unexpected. Hold on really quick. When you were paying for, let's just say they said, Jackie, we're going to need an extra 300. Jackie, we're going to need an extra 800. Were you paying that or were you like, hold up, hold up. Let me let me think about it. And then you decided to get a new new person. No, Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that it was more a decision not based on price. Well, I also, you know, I also am very conscious of budget. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was partially because of budget, but also because you have to feel good about what you're doing and who you're working with. So when I got presented with all those additional charges, every time I spoke to someone, then I was like, okay, maybe I should take a different route and find an alternative. And I just had to be flexible and find other solutions and um, be willing to go with plan B and C. So <laughs> yeah, that's good. Okay. So then what unexpected uh, construction costs have you incurred so far? Unexpected? Hmm. I wouldn't say anything has been like kind of outlandish. Like everything has been pretty straightforward with my contractor. Like I I really am happy with him. Um, The only thing I would say that has happened is like timeline things, not so much budget because he's also very budget conscious and he's very fair. So I don't think anything was like really outlandish um, besides that fireplace trying to go up in budget. I think everything else was pretty much, um, we're kind of keeping our marker. Gotcha. So it's been timeline wise where it's like we're running out of time and we're going to have to push the opening day. Do you think you're going to have to push the opening day? I mean, it's probably not going to be February 1st at this point. I've come to terms with that, but it's going to be in February. I'm shooting for um, still the first week of February. My team actually started. So we're oh. just doing finishing touches around the office. It was a previous office, so it wasn't a different space. So we're not, you know, we don't have to go through all the like certifications that people usually have to go through. But I do have my team in there. We're training right now. And I, like I said to them, I was like, it is what it is. We're finishing up. So if we have to train for a few more days next week, then we'll do that. Um, there's no problem. There's lots of things to learn. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're still hoping to open towards the um, first week of February. Okay, that's good. That's good. Okay. So then right now, your floor plan, how did you decide on the floor plan that you have? So it wasn't 100% my choice. Like there was some limitations, what I will say. But I will say I'm very happy with the flow of the office, the way everything turned out. You know, if I 
had done it from scratch with an, you know, empty shell, I would have done like, you know, the breakaway method and had those exact operatory dimensions and like that straight row of operatories. That's what I was planning when I was looking at other spaces because they were empty shells. But this space was a previous office. So back in the day, it was an orthodontist office. So they had a pretty big waiting area. They had um, had a big open bay area. So, you know, as we know, since I'm a general practitioner, like we can't really do open bay style. I haven't heard of anyone doing open bay style. So I'm sure patients appreciate some privacy in a um, general dentist office. So we definitely, I worked with the contractors, got a few bids and a few floor plans. And what we basically did was we created three operatories out of that open bay, three operatories out of the open bay and the two independent rooms. So it equals five patient suites. Nice. Okay. Was this the only floor plan that you kind of like came up with or was it between this one and another one? Yeah, there were limitations. I mean, there was a couple options to do it. Like, for instance, the way they had it set up, there is an office in the I don't know how they arranged this. I mean, it really wasn't the most ideal floor plan the way they had it. But the office, they really wanted dual entry. So my office actually has doors on both sides. So one side leads to the side of the office that has a break room, a patient restroom, and a private suite for a patient. And then um, you can walk from there out into the waiting area. And then the other side of my office had the open bay and then a private room and then the front of the office as well. So um, in one floor plan, we provided like a little bit of a walkway, like a little bit of a hallway. Um, and in the other option, we would have had to close off one of my entry points. Um, so I decided I didn't want to have to walk through the patient waiting area to get to my ops. So I decided to keep the dual entry. So the way it is now, coming from my office, there's a little hallway. You walk through that little hallway and then you can ha- access the three patient ops on that side. Yeah, that would have been kind of, uh, imagine having to walk through the waiting room or like the lounge area, right? Every time to see your patients, like maybe a patient might be like, oh, doctor, I have a quick question. You know what I mean? Exactly. So that's a little crazy. So um, I think I'm really happy with the way we have it right now. And I'm happy that I can have access on both sides of my office to to the different parts of the the actual patient suites. Yeah. Is your office doesn't have like its own bathroom or anything like that, does it or no? No, it doesn't. But the office does have uh, two restrooms, one for the patients and there's one in the break room. But the great thing about the break room is that if we do grow um, to the point where we need that additional room, the break room is actually plumbed for um, dental. The plumbing is like hidden in the floor and the wall, but it's plumbed in case we ever need to grow and convert that into an operatory. So let's talk about that. What if it did grow? And then where would the patient, I mean, where would the employees, you know, have their break? Well, yeah. So what my landlord, he's a retired orthodontist. He was just like, yeah, just buy them lunch every day. Like, <laughs> you know, that'll solve that problem. Like you just go out for lunch every day. So if we grow to that point, then, then we hopefully will be doing well anyway. So then we could just, um, you know, treat our, treat our staff to lunch. Yeah, that'd be yeah, nice. <laughs> that would be a, a really, really good, um, you know what I mean? Way to like kind of cover that up. But that's interesting. I never, I never really, I guess, thought about you can just transition it like that. You know what I mean? The, mm-hmm. the break room. Yeah, and it's all hidden. So it's not like it, you know, this plumbing hanging out the floor. <laughs> you can't tell it all. So, but the break room does have a restroom for the staff and for me. And the break room is like right across from my office. So I can access that one. And then we have a public one for the patients. Gotcha. So far, right now, Jackie, what, as you're watching this being built, like, what are you like? I kind of don't like that about the floor plan, but oh well, it's, it's doable. 
the only thing I would say that's a little bit weird and we really had no choice with it is that we have to keep our sterile area very clean and very tidy is what I'll, what I'll say. Because, you know, sometimes it gets busy and then you have trays and stuff everywhere, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. Can't do that because near where that last patient suite is, um, you kind of, the doorway to that is kind of right near the doorway to sterile. So patients can kind of see what that looks like. And we had no choice but to put it there, but we did. So, um, so we just have to make sure that's super tidy all the time. So we have to be mindful of that. That's the only thing I would say that, you know, it's a little bit weird, but everything else is great. Yeah. I re- I'm really happy with the floor plan. Yeah, it wouldn't be, I don't think that would be like too much of a headache. You know what I mean? I mean, at least it makes like the whole team and everybody make sure that like, hey, we got to keep this clean, right? Always. Exactly. And that's, that's the only thing, um, you know, like I said, uh, initially, you know, I had my eyes set on that kind of like breakaway setup. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people have those like nice long hallways and whatnot that I would have done um, if it was my choice. But again, the space had limitations. But I would say overall, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the flow of it. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's good. How did um, how did you find the right architect for this and designer? So I actually um, was going to work with an architect, JW Architect, local in Orlando area for the empty spaces. But I did not use him because of this space was pretty much a dental office. We just had to um, work with our contractors, the architect behind the scenes. So I didn't actually have to use the architect that I did find. Although he was great and fairly priced and had great design. So um, if I ever need him in the future, I definitely will go with him. Gotcha. So the, the one you use right now is the one that the general contractor had. Yeah, whoever he works with is what he, he used to like draw up everything and kind of move forward with what he needed. Okay. How'd you find the contractor that you have right now? Google. <laughs> I <went with> Google. <laughs> looked up a whole bunch of contractors. I went with Benchmark Building Group, which is a local uh, contractor in Orlando. They do like commercial properties as well as like custom homes and everything like that. Um, my contractor's name is Jason. I adore him. He's he's really a great person. Like you ever meet people that you just like, that's a great person. Yeah. Um, they just give good vibes. And like he he's just very chill, very, very nice, very down to earth guy. And I really just trust him through the process. You know, he's not one of those contractors that you, know, you have to wonder their intentions or kind of like, you know. So I really trust him. I'm really happy I found him. Um, and although there were setbacks in terms of time, you know, things happen. But I would say overall, my experience has been really excellent um, and he's a great person. So I, I enjoy doing business with them. How does that like if you can put that into like advice, I guess, for other startups, like how can you do what you do in the sense of like, I don't know how it's just a good feeling. Like, you know what I mean? You're just like, I just want I'm looking for a good contractor. They all kind of give me the same feeling. What do I do now? Yeah, I mean, it, it comes It's more than a feeling that you have to go for when looking for a contractor. Right. So. <laughs> So that's always great. You have to trust who you're working with. But I would also say it's very important their track record. And also pricing is important, right? Because construction costs are through the roof right now. So I would say, you know, what I did was I found a few contractors that gave me bids, some dental specific and some not. The dental specific ones, obviously, they were like three times the price. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, great that they were experienced, but I didn't want to break the bank. My contractor had done dental offices before. He'd done a few Aspen dental offices, like he's done some private dental offices. So he kind of had the experience in dental, um, but the price was good. And I trusted um, his judgment and his, and he gave good vibes. So all that kind of came together. 
But I would say be very mindful that your contractor doesn't have to be dental specific, but get someone that has some experience in dental, but also someone that is fairly priced and someone you just feel good about working with. Definitely. I think I would be like, let me have some coffee with you. You know what I mean? Get to know you a little bit more. Why not? Yeah, I like that. How was the, did you have to bid for the contractor or the bidding process or no, none of that happened? Well, I got bids from all of them, like bids for the work. I asked for itemized bids. So if you were looking to do a startup, I would recommend um, asking for itemized bids from your contractor, just doing a walkthrough of your space, letting them know everything you want to do and getting an itemized breakdown. So he broke it down. He's like, okay, plumbing, here's what we're doing in terms of plumbing. Here's the estimated cost of that. Here's what we're doing in terms of flooring. Here's the estimated cost of that. And um, he put allotments in my budget. For instance, like when we first did the contract, he allotted $3 per square foot for my flooring. So the samples he gave me, he could bring me some samples. And if they were out of budget, I'd be like, oh, no, don't want to go. It's like $1 over budget per square foot. I don't want to go with that. They allot certain amounts for like your flooring, for your paint, for every aspect um, so I would definitely ask for an itemized breakdown of what they'll be doing and how much that will cost you. And then, of course, you compare the different contractors. Got you. So you can ask for itemized bids. Do some people just don't, do they not do that? Are they just like, hey, I'm just going to give you a total amount bid? Well, or? I mean, I would recommend if a contractor just giving you a total, probably don't go with them because you definitely, you, you definitely need a breakdown, especially like most of us. I mean, unless you're just a guru, but if you're like mm-hmm. me, you don't know much about this and you're going to your first startup, then there's a lot we don't know about the construction side. So it is good to have things broken down so that it'll be like more tangible and understandable for us along the way. And so, you know, where your money's going too. Gotcha. Gotcha. So from the initial floor plan, like the very beginning, from the very beginning to right now, has there been any like changes that you made to the floor plan that you didn't like that now that you do like or any any type of changes in the budget for that? No changes in the floor plan. The floor plan had, remember I told you there was limitations. So we kind of pretty much had a floor plan and we had to kind of stick to it. The only thing I would say I changed, I know we discussed this another uh, episode, but was the flooring because at the last minute I had to go and find flooring. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, honestly, I'm happy I ran around town because I actually ended up going to Lumber Liquidators and found this nice floor that looks like birchwood. It was super cheap, like $1.99 a square foot. So my budget was actually $3 a square foot. So I was so happy. Went for me. (laughs) (laughs) And I got the look I wanted. That's good. How'd you, you just Googled that too? You're like, where can I find this? And then. Man, Michael, I just, Google's my friend. I just, (laughs) yeah, I just Google everything and run around town for it and then get it, you know? Yeah, that's good. Right now, how does your exterior design look? Is there anything different with that or, or anything you changed or now it's the same? Well, my landlord is pretty particular. You know, he loves his building. He practiced out of that building for so many years. So, you know, he loves it. So he's particular about what can be changed, you know. So it's an older building, um, but it's a nice building. It's standalone, lots of parking, no big signage, but we do have like a monument sign on the street. So you can definitely, it's definitely visible from that main road. Yeah. So, I mean, aside from just like some cleanup on the outside, maybe some landscaping, we're going to do a little bit of landscaping, some brighter mulch just to kind of have that curb appeal. Um, But other than that, everything looks good. In front of my door, I'm going to put like, I got this cute, like I'm all about details, right? Like I got this really cute um, custom doormat that has my logo and like Smile Oasis and everything. So I'm excited about that. Where'd you get that at? I got it on um, Zazzle.com. Zazzle? 
I never heard of that. Yeah, they make a whole bunch of custom stuff, like custom mug, custom like T-shirts, anything custom pretty much you can get from Zazzle. Oh, yeah, I see it. Sell, sell. Oh, you can even sell on Zazzle, but Zazzle nearest and dearest. So you got a custom mat from here. How much was that? Not expensive at all. Probably like 35 bucks. Oh. It's probably like 50 bucks for everything. Gotcha, gotcha. I like that. I like that a lot. The You know, you're adding like the little small details to everything that, kind of people pay attention to the most you know what I mean I think that way because when I go somewhere I like not that I look for those things but if I see them I'm like oh that's so nice like they thought about that you know I'm just a detail-oriented person if I wasn't a dentist you know how they always say like what would you be if you weren't a dentist if I wasn't a dentist I'd probably be some sort of party planner or designer of some sort (laughs) you know because I enjoy that kind of stuff yeah that's good you're right though it is the small I think that's what like made Apple kind of different in 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 their stores because if you notice, like you can make a purchase with any person, right? They're just like, okay, you want to buy this iPhone? And then right there in the front of the store, you just like swipe your card on their iPad, right? And then that's it. Right. You don't have to go to a cash register or anything. But it's like those little small details that it made it all convenient. And people are like, oh, yeah, it's way better than going to like Target and standing in line. And although you can get the same thing, it's different, you know? Mm-hmm. So true. So looking back or looking forward, what do you think you can possibly do without or maybe take into consideration, like, for example, where you're like, man, we probably should have added another window or maybe the TV screens could have been like two inches bigger, higher ceilings, things like that. Well, um, I would have loved higher ceilings because I really like that big ceiling feel and the tall ceiling feel. Um, but again, there were limitations with the existing building. It is an older building, like one of those flat top buildings. So we really couldn't go bigger on the ceiling, although I would have loved that. Yeah, that's probably one thing I would have said I would have changed. Um, but I think the this, this suites look really good. They feel spacious and open at the end of the day. That's good. So everything else right now you feel is good, right? Yeah, I'm pretty happy with the space. Like, I'm really, I'm really loving how it's come together. I got my barn doors on. I ordered those barn doors. And uh, the barn doors, they're clear. So I was thinking about, like, for patient privacy, just doing, like, having my sign guy do a panel that was like blurred with my logo on it, just to give a little bit more privacy to the patients. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really happy with the way it turned out. I'm happy That's with my contractor. I think they, they, they're doing a great job. If they can just get it done a little bit sooner, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get done a little bit faster. The Smile Oasis Dental and Med Spa logo, like in the, on that big wall, right? Who designed that? Like the, the font, and the, the logo. Yeah, so I designed that with um, a guy who does all my signs. His uh, company is called Envision Orlando. And I, man, I'm so happy with them. They did the sign for my uh, monument sign outside. He did my front door sign. And he also designed uh, that big feature wall sign with me as well. So we sat down together. We picked the perfect shade of gold together, like. The thought together, everything like that. But he's been excellent. Um, I'm actually having him do a sign for my car as well. So I know people, I don't know if people typically do that, but I'm getting my car tattooed too. Wait, are you wrapping your whole car or no? Not the whole car. It's a partial wrap, but it's, it's, I, I like the design. It's going to be cool. It's going to be on the sides of my car. And then I'll have my back window have like three highlights of what we do and then the phone number. Because I realized that, you know, I don't see many dental offices doing it, but I realized when I see people driving, I take a mental note of who they are. And if I'm looking for like a cleaning service, for instance, and I see, oh, Molly Mae driving by, mm. I'm going to call, like I call Molly Mae, like, hey, oh, I need somebody. Let me call them, you know? 
So, so I'm putting it on my car this week. So I'll let you know how that turns out. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, what, what kind of car do you have? I have an Ultima. It's not like, you know, real fancy. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did your husband say when you told him that? He doesn't care. Like, oh, okay. Like, okay, go ahead. Do it. I mean, it's not, I wouldn't put it on like a Bentley or something like that. I don't have it. <laughs> you know, but Altima, I'm like, you know, why not? Why not? Yeah. I drive in the public and people are visual. If they see it and they keep seeing it around, then it's going to ping them. Like they see an ad on Facebook and then they see my car passing by and then they see me somewhere else. Like it's just those visual and mental cues that it creates brand recognition. Right. So um, eventually they'll call. Yeah. <laughs> How much does that cost? Like wrapping your... Oh, actually, I can look it up for you, but it's it's really not that expensive. I think it cost me maybe like a couple hundred dollars. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't expensive at all. Maybe like 150 or 200 at most. How how do you take those off? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not permanent. There is a way to take it off, but I don't know. I, I can ask him. Okay, yeah. I always wonder that because I'm like, I'm, if you're ready to sell the car, he's like, how do you... <laughs> How do you take it off? But anyways, uh, how much do besides the what you're going to pay right now for the the car uh, advertisement? How much was the design and the the signs that they made? Yeah, so they're pretty affordable. Well, I don't know what what affordable bees in terms of signs, so I can't really say that. But I'm happy with the work that they did. But the sign outside the monument sign, we split it. Me and the other dentist. So my portion came out to about like 120 or 130. The front door sign that he did was about $75. The big one is about eight feet wide, and that was about $700. Okay, about $700. Huh. Okay, that's good. So then transitioning outside of the floor plan, how are things coming along so far this week? I mean, it's going. It's, <laughs> you know, I'm, it's a lot of things in my head. Like, I'm sure anyone who's doing the starter process, there's just a million things. You know, there's a million check, things on the checklist to do. Um, so I have my team in there now. So they're doing the front office rock training modules. Um, you know, we're, we did a vision board yesterday when they first started. So we did vision boards, just like talking about like our vision for the practice and like where we see ourselves, how we see ourselves growing this year. So we did the vision board first as a fun activity. And we also did our core values together. I, you know, let them help me with that. And now they're just doing training. So that part is, you know, that's one segment of it. But I'm also a little bit stressed because, you know, my server is delayed and i um, trying to figure out whether I should go with um, Open Dental Cloud because my server is indefinitely delayed. So there's some some things happening on the back end that are a little bit stressful, but um, I'm just trying to roll with the punches and be ready for some time next week, at least to give people tours of the office, you know. Yeah, it's indefinitely delayed. You know, they just don't know. It was supposed to come here and then I... I've been calling the reps because I'm trying to be proactive. I'm calling the reps and they're like, we don't know when it's coming in this part. Um, then I got an email saying it was delayed. So I'm really thinking about switching to Open Dental Cloud at this point. I'm just waiting for the cloud team to call me back. <laughs> and hopefully we can get set up with that. I probably just go cloud-based. You know, so many people in the group have been like really happy with cloud-based systems. And I actually like that you can access it from home and see records and, you know, all that kind of stuff from home. So um, I just just want to bypass the headache of a, of a server. So if I can at all bypass it, then I'm probably going to go cloud-based. What's the, let me ask you, what's the difference in price-wise for cloud-based open dental and, and not cloud-based? Yeah. So it's not that much. So open dental, actually, the subscription is about $179 a month. Um, the cloud-based subscription is like $349 a month. 
So it is more, but the server costs about $4,400. So if I can, mm. if I can like get my money back for the server, then I mean, I'm actually in the long term, cloud based, it's probably, you know, long, long term, a little bit more expensive. But I think it's worth it for the fact that I can access it from anywhere, stores the data remotely. And, you know, I can maybe even write notes from home. So that part is attractive. Um, and then you never have to worry about a server getting damaged or stolen or destroyed or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's really not that much more expensive. Do you think any time in the future you will go cloud-based? Let's just say your, your server's here. It's already here. Do you think any time in the future you will go cloud-based? Yeah, I think ultimately I wanted to, but I know Open Dental is tried and true. I really like Open Dental because it integrates with so many other softwares and programs. So that's what I was attracted to. So I wanted to do Open Dental. And initially, I didn't get much information about their cloud-based system from the reps because it's fairly new to them. Um, so that's why I was going to go with traditional. But I really, I mean, I'm really leaning towards cloud. So if th- this server is not here. So if they call me back to cloud, then I'm probably just going to have Open Dental Cloud <laughs> like tomorrow. Oh, wow. So it's two different, like, kind of companies? Like another person has to call you from cloud? Well, it's two different teams. So all their main reps are trained with standard open dental, but cloud is a new software for them. So they have a specific team that handles that. If I were you, I would, I mean, if you feel like in the future, you know what I mean? I think at the get-go or at the the beginning, it it is easier, you know what I mean? To go with what like you're accustomed to. But if you feel like you're eventually going to go with cloud, because that's like your central nervous system. So like, imagine like ripping that out in the middle of like a work week, it's going to be a lot. I know. Um, I know. So I, don't yeah. know. I think it would be kind of good just to like rip the bandaid off right now and then be like, because, oh my gosh, Jackie, I remember I went to work one day just, I mean, when I worked for practice, just to move the mouse so the doctor can log in from home onto her, onto the, like the schedule. And I was what? like, you you paid me just to drive like 30 minutes to move, like literally move the mouse, you know what I mean? Of the computer. <laughs> and I had to drive all the way back home because <laughs> she couldn't log out. And I was like thinking like cloud-based would have been really nice for that, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. So I might just, yeah, like you said, just pull that bandaid now and then just, just try to get this installed. I'm going to call them back actually um, later today and try to see when I can get that installed in my system. Yeah. That would be kind of nice. So then your whole team has showed up already. Yeah, they're here. They're here. How much more real do you feel it? Do you feel everything now that your team's there? Or do you feel more like, all right, guys, we really got to get this party started and, and everything going? Well, I feel both. Like, I'm super excited. You know, I'm I'm really enthusiastic about my team. Um, all of them are new to dental. So, you know. Oh, wow. That, that's going to be interesting. Um, my dental assistant is new to dental, but she worked as a medical assistant. So she's aware of certain types of things. Um, but requires a lot of training still, but I wanted to hire based on personality mainly and certain attributes because you can't teach those things. So I thought very thoughtfully about like um, their personality and how we would all gel together and what they brought to the table in terms of like their skills and attributes. Everything else I believe can be taught. So we are going to be teaching a lot. We're going to have a lot of training, a lot of learning together. So that's a little scary. But I am enthusiastic because these girls are like rock stars. They're super smart, such great personalities. And I think that it's really going to it's really going to give the vibe that we want to give in the office, like that that tailored, really catered to you kind of experience, smile, smiling faces like they're that, you know, so 
I'm happy about that. But on the other end, I'm um, definitely like, let's get this ball rolling. Cause I'm like, rent's due, gotta pay our salary. Yeah. Like, gotta, I don't have the patience. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm feeling both. That's, that's yeah, no, I 100% kind of understand that. But uh, when it comes to your team that, that you've hired and, and everybody's on board right now, they're all watching front office rocks or no? Yeah, they are. And I, I really want to make a point to cross-train everybody, especially it's great because they're all learning. So I'm making a point to cross-train everybody so that if someone, you know, especially with everything that's going on, someone gets sick or someone's calling out for whatever reason, the ship doesn't sink. We're not like, okay, what do we do? What do we do with this? You know, like mm-hmm. this person handles that. She's not here. So I want to teach everyone everything. So we went through um, some of the modules. We did all the front desk modules. Like, so people know how to handle when people call and how to handle all the front desk parts. We also went through financial stuff. So they know how to answer questions about insurance. So um, everyone basically has the same skill set. And then, you know, we have like little things every day. I'm trying to break it up to them because it is a lot of information. So, you know, we started with some dental terminology yesterday. We did some front office rock. I'm going to show them a few different setups every day and take pictures of those setups and show them the dental instruments and um, take pictures of everything for them. Um, Another thing I wanted to do is actually give them like a manual with like all the information we're learning so they can kind of reference it and keep as they're learning. Gotcha. That's good. That's going to be good, that manual. Love to see that manual. Like, you know what I mean? So they can yeah, really understand. Yeah, I'll, show, I'll show you when I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be good. How, Jackie, are you personally feeling right now? Overwhelmed, probably. Excited, but also very overwhelmed. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot to process. You know, a lot of moving parts. And it's not just the startup because I have two babies at home and like I'm rushing at, you know, I'm like finishing up, making sure they're finishing up the finishing touches of construction, um, making sure the team is good. And then running in time to to get my kids and pick them up and then make dinner. So it's a lot of it's a lot of moving parts right now. So I'm a little bit like, but it's okay. I'm rolling with the punches and um everything is getting done. I mean, I just need to add a couple more hours to each day and I'll be good. Like twenty eight hours a day. That's it. That's all I need. <laughs> okay. I thought you were gonna ask for something unreasonable, but never mind. You're asking for that. Okay, got it. <laughs> just more time. No, easy. <laughs> no, but okay, wow. Man, yeah, I, w- I was thinking that the other day. I was like, I wonder how Jackie's feeling because of like, you know, you have your, your kids and then, I mean, they're young, you know, and at the same time, like you're in like, a, how how long have you been here in Orlando? About a year and a half. Yeah. So I'm like, you're kind of new in that area. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, it's all, everything is all new, I feel for you. You know what I mean? So it can be like, oh my gosh. like It's a lot. And, and I'm also a perfectionist. So I... I envision these things for myself. And then like, remember I told you I'm over-optimist and definitely a perfectionist, but I envision everything will be gorgeous and lovely when my staff roll through and they would have to help me with the thing. And, you know, they come in and then they're still like mounting the mirrors and stuff like that. So, but the world is not crashing. Like, it's all right. They can mount some mirrors while we're there and, you know, do some finishing touches. But um, the girls, you know, they understand. They understand we're getting things together. They had been following my journey on a, on social media too. So they, they see all the office updates and they're like, yeah, yeah, it's okay. Don't worry. We'll just get trained and let them finish up. Yeah. No, that's good. What do you feel like has been something that's really helped you throughout this process, like to de-stress? I don't know. It could be like a book, you know, you're going to a spa or, or, or what do you feel? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've had time to think about these <laughs> 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 right now. 
I feel like, like I said to you last time, like just taking moments, pockets in time, just to like close the door and like tell my husband, like, hey, like give me 40 minutes, you know, like by myself to uh, to just have that me time or even like uh, time to just get my nails done or time to like, sometimes even walking through Target or Publix is therapy. And I'm sure all of you listening can attest to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something about walking through those aisles leisurely with the Starbucks coffee that really, it just really resets your soul, you know? That sounds nice right now. Like, <laughs> I feel good, man. It feels good. I went to Starbucks today. When I got that coffee, I'm just like, ah, it's just so relaxing, you know? Yeah. It's like those little things that you, you know what, Jackie? I never, it wasn't until, you're going to think I'm so naive and be like, Michael, you're stupid. But like, it wasn't until like, I want to say almost a month ago, I have a niece and nephew and the mom, right? Her husband was like, oh, hey, yeah, you know, I want, want to hold you. She's like, can I just have five minutes to myself? Five minutes. And I was like, dang, he was just trying to, but I never realized that she works. Then she, all day after that, it's like the babies are just like, mom, 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 the whole time. And uh-huh. then after the babies go to sleep, the husband's like, hey, you know, and she's like, I just need five minutes, just five <laughs> minutes to myself. And I'm like, everybody's calling for her attention. You know what I mean? It blew my mind away. I was like, I would have lost it. I'm going <laughs> to get my own apartment. And one one day out of the week, guys, it's just for me. Or I don't I don't even know how what I would do. But. Yeah, because as a woman, it's so true. And like, as a woman, like you never, once you have children, like, I don't want to scare anybody. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not bad. I mean, you love, you love your kids and you love, you know, all that. But it's like, you never think about it. Think about how much personal time you actually get because you're like, with a child 24-7 when you're pregnant, mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't get away from that. Then mm-hmm. once you have the kids, it's like you have work, you have your husband, you have your child. Someone is always seeking you. So it's very hard to get that, like, just you time. Um, and I'm sure, like, people can resonate with that. And that's why sometimes, like, even just getting out to go to Publix, like, which is a grocery store. How crazy is that, right? Like, <laughs> Go to the grocery store to get my me time. But it feels so good. Just like, oh, I'm in Publix. Wow. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so you got to find those pockets of time for yourself just to not hear mommy or not hear, uh, hey, what you doing? Even like the, hey, what you doing? It's like, okay, I need a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You need to calm down. <laughs> like, Calm down. <laughs> what, are, what are the best things I, I, uh, I saw that the mom did was like, even when she would eat, right? Like the baby was like, can I have some? I want some. I want some, right? I want some. And then the mom's just like, nah, it's spicy. It's spicy. And it could be like French fries. No, it's spicy, you know? And I'm like, that's brilliant. Like, but wait, but wait, get this. My daughter loves spicy stuff. <laughs> She's like, oh, yes, please give me more of that. But wait, luckily for me, they do that to my husband. It's not me. Oh. My daughter wants everything out of my husband's plate. And I'm so grateful for that. <laughs> Everything out of his plate. Man. But honestly, I, that, a lot of respect for you, Jackie, because especially if you have two children, you know what I mean? Like that's going to be, it's a lot of people asking for your attention, you know, and, and now you're going to be a business owner and that's going to require your attention a lot too. You know what I mean? Like them public walks are going to be like heaven now, you know? Oh yeah. It's going to be like heaven. And I have, you know, I have a little membership at, uh, massage envy so I gotta make sure I get my regular schedule in because I'm gonna need my personal slots of time (laughs) yeah (laughs) for sure I know awesome so then what's next more training lots of training the girls are like oh we are we gonna do what are we doing tomorrow I'm like more modules (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, something cool and fun. We're doing photo shoots and a video shoot on Friday. So that's cool. Oh, cool. Who's doing them? Um, we have a local guy who's going to do like some reels for us. And what we're going to do actually is um, just video, a video like uh, showing us as a team, like smiling, interacting. And I'm going to talk about the vision behind us, what's going to make us different as a, as a dental office, like what's your experience going to be like. So hopefully um, we can create a really cool video. I'll show you when it's done. But he makes some cool stuff. He makes some cool edits and everything. And then um, a local guy to do also some pictures for us so I can... Um, you know, introduce my team to everybody, put them on a website and just introduce them on Instagram and everything as well. That's going to be cool. Awesome. I'm excited to see that. Yeah. Also, what we're doing on Friday, we'll be going to um, like local businesses and um, local like schools and whatnot and just kind of introducing ourselves and handing out like um, promotional material and kind of talking about our practice and inviting people for tours and everything to come see us. Oh, that's going to be exciting. Yeah. So we're not overtly like saying schedule an appointment. We're going to go there, introduce ourselves and say, hey, come by. We'll give you a tour of the office. Come by, have like hors d'oeuvres and stuff. And um, we'll show you around. We'll be happy to welcome you. So we're going to do that this week. We're actually planning. I just sat down with the girls. Um, we're going to plan like not a grand opening because the weather in Florida is a little sucky right now. Um, mm. But we're going to do um, like a soft opening where we have by all of our family and friends. And we invite people from the community, local residents and local business owners. Um, we're going to have a nice, like, nice music going on, hors d'oeuvres, um, you know, giveaways and just show people around and show them a good time and um, also open up appointments for them that day. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's going to be really awesome. Awesome. I'm excited to hear all that. So, guys, if you want to continue to follow her journey, get a little bit more involved. Follow uh, Jackie's social media. It's all in the show notes below. So click on the links in the show notes below. And Jackie, sign us out. All right. Well, you're listening to the making of Smile Oasis. See you next time. 